tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> Destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I love this song I know. so much. Yeah. And it's basically about stalking a guy. Basically. It's wonderful. It's the oldies, you guys. You gotta listen. Love the oldies. Uh, welcome Blindspot fans to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Blindspot After Show. Today we are covering episode six, Seed Your Soul. C-E-D-E, Your Soul. And with me tonight I have the lovely Stephanie Garrett. Hey guys, how are ya? What's your Twitter? My Twitter is at StephanieG3360 on Twitter and Instagram and StephanieGarrett3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me on Twitter at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We also have the live chat up on the monitor so we can see what you guys are saying. Hello. And we have our hashtag ABTV Blindspot. So if you would like to uh, tweet us something, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this the day after or next week or whenever and you have comments that you want to be known, we do check the uh, hashtag tag even when we're not on the air and if you have something fun to say or any theories you know send them in the hashtag say them in the live chat you may well get a shout out yeah. so what do we think of this episode i actually like this episode i thought uh it wasn't as exciting for me as last week's but still it was still really good it did that weird thing with the procedural side where it wrapped up really early. Yeah. And then it didn't wrap up, and then it wrapped up again. Yeah. yeah. Which was also super weird. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I'm like, where are you? Where are we going with this? A little bit. I was onyx, onyx, blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> this bodes well. I was expecting there to be a twist in which Anna, the hacker, was playing them, in which she was actually yeah. against them, and mm-hmm. then there was... I don't know. I wasn't expecting it to be on the surface. Yeah, neither was I. I was expecting a little something more, but I liked none nonetheless. I mean, especially when they wrap the plot at 30 minutes in and you're like, we're, we're not done. Where yeah. are we going here? It's got to be her. It's no, we're introducing these random Russian people that we've never <laughs> seen before. Let's keep it going. Right. Yeah. So not that it was a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't what I expected. And I found that a little odd. Really? I don't know. I like the um, the plot line this time, this episode. You know, Anna, I mean, uh, Jane, excuse me, reaching out uh, to Anna because, you know, she felt uh, alone. But I might be jumping ahead a bit if you want to start let's, at the let's top. Go ahead, let's go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Let's do that. I actually like the fact that Jane wanted to reach out to somebody else. I mean, she's been reaching out to Weller, clearly. And none of the other people on the team don't are, aren't interested in that sort of a relationship with her. More so, they're just working together. Well, but I, I feel like Reed's not interested, but not Zapata might be. The, mm, I don't know. She's still the jury's still out on her for me. <laughs> I'm still giving her what we call the side eye. <laughs> like <laughs> looking at her, like mm-hmm, yeah, what you got going on? <laughs> Gambling debts. That's what yeah. we have going on. Yeah, she's that. She's in deep trouble. 
She's an addict. Seems like she's gotten out of it, or at least the immediate trouble. Yeah, but you know, she's an addict. And you know, they say, no, 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 I'm never going to drink again. No, 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 I'm never going to do this again. And the next thing you know, they fall right back into the, and let, unless not she gets some sort of help. I'm hoping that she does because mm-hmm. we saw that we're, we're kind of skipping to the end, but you know, yeah. let's talk about the character <laughs> moments here because the character moments are where this episode was really good. Uh huh. But with Zapata, we saw last episode that she had to sell Jane out a little bit. She yeah. had to give some information to Tom in order to get that kind of money. And mm-hmm. let's be real, literally nobody likes Tom. No, he's not our favorite guy. But yet he is our favorite guy because he is so bad. He's so bad he's good <laughs> in a weird, see, strange way. If we dropped him out a window and we never had to see him again, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I guess it's, I could see um, your point. I don't really care to have the huge ridiculous, we're taking him down because he's the bad guy and here's his awful come up and it's like, I don't feel the need for that. Okay. He's the kind of person where if he just went to jail or exited stage left or got fired and we never saw him again, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Right. He's the kind of person who's so bad, I just... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don't want to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily we didn't see him in this episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> I get the feeling we're going to see him next one, though. Uh huh. Yeah, he's going to be. He's lurking. <laughs> but yeah, we had. I, I love the character moments with Zapata and Reed. They are some of my favorite parts of these episodes, yeah. just because those two, right? They've obviously been working together for quite a while, and mm-hmm. they can read each other. Yeah. So Zapata turning down twenty cent wings at the bar, as it were, to right. catch the uh, last bit of the Knicks game was odd and Reed picked up on that like something is yeah, wrong. Yeah well you know she probably didn't want to go because she's probably going to sit there and bet on it. She's going to be on her phone or doing something she's you know she probably is trying to remove herself from she, that situation which is good. I think it's because she had an appointment with her bookie. That too. Like her bookie was coming by and she couldn't <laughs> not be there because then it would lead to the breakings of legs and the the, the bad things. Well I was going to ask you, uh, what did you think of the fact that, remember Tom gave her the money in the last episode, right? Yes. And when the bookie first came in there and says you got my money, she says no I don't have it. Well what, what else was she, was she betting on something else? I don't know. I don't think she was betting on something else. I think she was still feeling bad about having the money at all. Because, again, she had to sell Jane out for it. Yeah, We weren't really explicit about any of that. Mm -hmm. So it could have been, well, this happened before last episode. It could have been timeline, timey-wimey, we just don't know. Yeah. Or it could have just been, we're planting the seed for the end of the episode. (laughs) Just wait for it. Just wait for it. Yeah. Could have been anything. We're not sure. But... We do know she used the money that she got from Tom mm-hmm. to pay off her mm-hmm. gambling debt. Yeah. And, of course, the bookie immediately turns around. So I hear this about the Giants. What way are you leading? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm out. Ah, well, they all say that. Right. So I do really hope that she goes to someone and she gets help. And that it's she goes to someone and not someone finds out. Oh, yeah. Like Reed. Like, mm-hmm. I would like for her to be able to tell Reed instead of Reed finding out. 
Yeah, but you know, for TV, it's probably better he finds out. (laughs) Just for television purposes. I don't know. For television purposes, we could have just as much drama with her telling him, because that's also a government agent in gambling debts Mm. to we don't know who, just her bookie's bosses who break legs. I'm going to be stuck on that for a bit. Yeah, well, we'll see. And so we don't know how they'll handle that. We don't know what the rules or laws are for that one. We don't know how Reed will handle it because Reed seems to be a very by-the-book, lawful good sort of guy. And his partner has gambling debts Mm. that are most likely super illegal. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, we could have as much drama for that, for her telling him and then telling him, please don't tell anyone. And then he's stuck with the this is the law, but this is what my partner and my friend asked for, mm-hmm. what do? Right. So you can have plenty of drama without it being, I found out your secret. True. That's very true. We'll see how it all plays out. You never know with this show, because it goes twists and turns. Twists and turns. It really does. And that's a character thing that they might just leave alone until the next episode. That's true. Or yeah. for a few episodes, rather. Of course they're leaving it until the next episode. We have to wait a week to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. So... Where are we going now? Where, uh... So let's take a step. You know, let's talk about Jane. Let's yeah. talk about Jane and Kurt this episode. Because, again, this is where it really shone, where we had all of that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I'm going to look right at the ta- right at the chat. Jessica Iverson, I couldn't forget tattoo sex, LOL. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I have to say, I adore the live chat right now. You I guys know. are nuts. Uh-huh. You're nuts, but I adore you. And Chris Robinson talking about, if Tom starts doing monologues, I'll start to take interest. <laughs> if he grows a mustache to twirl, would, would that be good, too? <laughs> I know. He may have to stand there and give us a monologue. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this said that I planned this, said that this will occur. I just want to see yeah. Tom face off with whoever's pulling the strings here, because that's mm-hmm. obviously what he wants. Yeah. But we'll have to see who our Xanatos is in this situation. Right. So we'll see how that goes down. But yeah, let's let's, let's talk see. about tattoo sex because the whole chat seems to be in on this now. So Jane has a dream at the beginning of the episode and I, I could not figure out, is there someone there? Is mm-hmm. she just kind of feeling herself up? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> is she feeling herself up? <laughs> no, she had a wet dream. Well, I couldn't tell the way it was shot. It was all in shadows. There were tattoos everywhere. Hey. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say now. <laughs> we're going to film some intimate moments. That's what we're going to do. Just like, yes, my tattoos. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know well, where clear, show well, show She clearly had some sort of a connection with someone. Very good one from the way the scene went. <laughs> and talking with the doctor. We got two scenes with the doctor today. I love the like, We're making up for last week. Yeah. We love him so much. We still can't remember his name. I know. Chat, chat. What's the doctor's name? I know. Besides, we just don't know. Yeah. Like, what is his name? Uh, maybe he doesn't have one. I don't know. Maybe they'll figure it I'm out. I'm sure he has one. I'm sure they said it in the first episode. But maybe. that was so long ago. And we've covered so much since then. Right. But, yeah, she's talking with the doctor about, you know, I had this very intimate dream, and there was this, and the one thing I saw was that the guy I was with had a tattoo of a tree with very deep roots. Mm -hmm. And so, could it have been Weller she was dreaming about? Could the dream be symbolic? Could the deep roots be that she just wants some stability, and that's what she's getting from being with Weller? Like, what are we looking at here? Right. And dream analysis is iffy science, to begin with. Yeah. Because everyone's different and, you know, Jung had his theories forever ago and they're not necessarily accurate. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
dream interpretation, fun and interesting. Well, as we see, can we mention later that that he actually is, does exist? Yeah, Tattoo Dude is out there. I didn't recognize. You know what I him. called him? I wrote down Tattooed Lover. Ah, Tattooed Lover. See, I just <laughs> so we get call a name. Him Groot. <laughs> Groot. Because the tree. Oh, okay. I called him Tattooed Lover. <laughs> Everybody has a. Everybody has their Everyone own. Everyone has their own nickname. So yeah. Groot is out there somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we see that he exists and that he knows where Jane is. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this is going to be another thing like, oh well, he's her handler. Oh well, he lasted like three episodes. Right. He's probably learned from the other guy's mistakes, so not to break in and scare the hell out of people and then get shot. Right. Maybe he's going to kind of lay back a bit and just kind of check things out. I do think that poor Jane is so alone. She really is. She's so alone and so disconnected. And she she's starting to crave that connection with people now. She's asking the her handlers, the, the FBI guys who are watching her, let's go for a drink, guys. And they're like, uh, no, ma'am. I feel so bad for these guys. They really, Dr. Borden, thank you, chat. Thank, thank you, you. fits in chat. Dr. Borden, I gotta write that down. I'm gonna write that down, yes. like, right now. I know. So Dr. I have that. Borden. We're gonna write this down. Thank you, Dr. Borden. Yay, you are good people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel really bad for her security detail because they really are just doing their jobs mm-hmm. and they know that they have a very important asset and they have to keep her safe. And so her saying, do you, do you want to go out for a drink? I'm sorry, we can't take you to an unsecured location. Oh, well, do you want to come up for a drink? I'm sorry, <laughs> but we can have a bottle sent up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you're trying to do the next best thing or if you have severely missed the point here. Yeah. But that is not at all what she was going for. No, she's not. She's just alone and disconnected and she just needs some companionship. Well, and we had the odd time with Weller, though, because at the same time that she was talking about intimacy and her dream and possibly wanting stability with Dr. Borden... He was talking with Mayfair, and Mayfair was saying, are you sure that you have a stable head about this? Are you sure that you're being objective? Because your judgment is out till lunch, where Jane is concerned. And we're debating putting a new lead agent on this case, because yeah. you are, your head is not where it needs to be. Right. And so he's trying to treat her in a very professional context, mm-hmm. and she's trying to figure out whether she had a wet dream about him or not. So it's it's very odd interactions this episode because he's trying to be super super professional and she really wants to reach out to someone so we're moving in opposite directions at the exact same time and Mm -hmm. it's not really helping anybody yeah i agree i i I think that everybody's judgment is being clouded now especially weller's because i'm not sure if he's sure do you know what I mean? I know it's a strange yeah. thing. He's, I think he's very unsure as well as Taylor, but, and also, you know, the situation with his father. And also with the tooth, having doubts about whether or not she actually is That's Taylor. it. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't even know. Could this not be this woman? I don't know. Maybe the tooth is fake. Nobody ever, they never sort of uh, finish that yet. They threw it out there and they're just kind of waiting. They yeah, are letting let us linger. stew in our own juices. Yes, they are. Yeah. And we have, looking at the fun little blank verse poem that we have, the anagram that we had for this week goes hand in hand with the one we had last week, because last week's anagram was Will the Past, and this week's is Cloud Our Eyes. Mm. So, will it? Good question. It's certainly messing with everyone on the show. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> yeah, we're all just like, we need more answers. Uh, yes. It's episode six, tell us more. Yeah. 
And I feel like we're at the point with the plot where there are so many layers for it. Mm-hmm. Even if we had a spoiler for something that's way down the line, right. we wouldn't have context for it to make any sense. Right, that's like, true. if we've got a thousand-piece puzzle in front of us and we don't know what the picture is, we've maybe put together a dozen pieces mm-hmm. and we're not even close to having context. So we could right. have... A few pieces put together that, no, this is one of the big answers, but we're like, okay, it's it's a cloud. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cloud. Are there clouds <laughs> in this puzzle? We just don't know. Right. What's the big picture? Yeah. So we're at the point where even having the big answers put in front of us still probably wouldn't make any sense. Right. Like, oh, it's this person. Who's the head of this organization? <laughs> cool. What's that organization? What's it have to do with? Right. Yeah. What's it have to do with anything? Well, uh, one of my favorite scenes was when the young girl, Anna, um, helped decode one of Jane's tattoos. That I, I thought was really cool. Oh, that was beautiful. And we had, I need to pull that yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, I had, wrote down what it was called. Sten- stenography? Staganography. Staganography. Never heard of that. Halfway between stenography and a dinosaur. Okay. <laughs> Evidently, steganography is the, well, stegosaurus stand. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. being a dork. It's late. I'm tired. We're having a good time on this show tonight, yeah. you guys. Between tree sex dreams and God knows what else. What's next week's anagram? I don't know. We don't know yet. I'm, I don't know if they've released the episode titles. Because mm-hmm. we're recapping the show the day after it airs, I can just Google what the anagram was. And mm-hmm. people who are smarter than I am have already figured it out. Yeah. Well, I so, can always go to IMDb. I mean, I said that on true. another show I do and somebody got mad at me don't stop telling people to go to IMDB I'm like but it's a resource people (laughs) get it together I mean they might have casting spoilers on there but again you can stay away from the cast list and you can also you know yeah again we we don't have the context for this person's playing this character Mm -hmm. great right who the heck is that Mm-hmm. So we just don't know. Yeah. But steganography is a method of concealing messages in innocuous images. And evidently, mm-hmm. this is a practice that goes all the way back to ancient Greece. Yeah. And I'd heard of this before, but mm-hmm. I hadn't actually seen it in practice. So seeing it go down for this. Yeah. And it was looking at the black square that had covered the previous Navy SEAL tattoo. And it turns out that there was a message in there as well. What it is, we just don't know. It looks mm-hmm. like a turtle shell, but that's not super helpful. Mm-hmm. So we have a tattoo that we're working on that we didn't get the answer for. And that's rare for these episodes. Yeah. Like, usually it's, we're looking at this tattoo. Here's the answer. Right. It leads to, you know. Or, yeah. this is happening, and it works with this tattoo. So it must mean, you know, we, we get the answers fairly quickly. Right. And what we have here is essentially, guess what? We have enough material for several seasons. Like, we have <laughs> all much. of this in our back pockets. This is very, very smart of the writers smart, to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, somebody says the next episode is called Sent on a Tour, I think. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll double check that. <laughs> Get to work on that chat. Sent on a Tour. What's an anagram to? Yeah. <laughs> but what we have is that steganography means that any of her tattoos, or all of her tattoos could have double or triple meanings. So yeah. the leaves that we decoded before, the CDC address, mm-hmm. the even Kurt's name on her back could have something hidden in it. So yeah. we've gone through about, what is it, eight, nine tattoos at, at this least, point? At least, yeah. Thereabouts. We have to go back and reopen the files. It could be something else. 
So they basically just made it that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. But again, that means we also have enough material for seasons and seasons and seasons yeah. if we have to go there, if we're spooling the plot out this long. Mm-hmm. The writers and producers have opened this door for themselves. Right. And it's super smart. Yeah, very smart. At least, you know, they're setting it up for us, which I like. So um, I like the little, uh, the owl was the topic of the show this time. That was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And we also had, because the owl led to something that was dangerous yeah. instead of government corruption, we did have that little conversation about, we thought that these tattoos were being left by someone who's an enemy and maybe it's an ally. Mm. Because the, well, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Traxer. Let's talk about the procedural side okay. of this episode. So we have a Saudi prince getting horrifically murdered in a car. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they were being followed by an app called Traxer, and that this app was able to follow government vehicles based on the GPS trackers in the vehicles, and every government vehicle has one, so everyone's a potential target. Everything could be compromised. Mm-hmm. And they basically find the um, logo for the app is an owl that's also tattooed on Jane's leg. So, okay, mm-hmm. we knew about this. They follow the code because coders have certain, it's almost like a fingerprint in the way that they write their code and the way that they construct things. That led back to a hackathon winner from previous years, and her name is Anna. She went by the horned owl at the hackathon, and she thinks that she's working for the NSA, Mm -hmm. that she has Leonard Gale is her contact, and that... You know, she wrote the code for them and that it's all on the up and up. And lo and behold, the NSA said that Leonard Gale doesn't actually exist. Yeah. And she's 17 years old. She's on her own. Her parents have passed away. Her older brother who was taking care of her has passed away. I mean, she lives alone. She may or may not have any friends. We've got no idea. Yeah. So we do have some parallels to Jane here. And that's what Jane was reaching out for. Mm Mm-hmm. But she also very much got taken advantage of by someone who wanted the software for worse means. Yeah. And let's see. Was where, it Sean where is Palmer? His name? Sean Palmer. Yeah. Was her contact, put Traxer on his servers instead of hers. And so they basically need to figure out how to take Palmer down and how to take his servers out. Right. Because if he thinks that he's getting attacked or that someone's after him, he will set the code wide to the internet. He will release it. Mm-hmm. And then everyone will have Traxer and nothing will be safe anymore. Right. At least in terms of government vehicles. Everything's a target. And so... Yeah. What I love is how they went about this. Mm-hmm. How Patterson is able to hack his systems, which I adore. This The interaction between Patterson and Anna is oh, just yeah. some of my favorite with mm-hmm. Anna criticizing her progress and going... You know, I know you're writing in Perl, but it'd be much faster if you wrote it in Python, in programming languages. Yes. It's like, I was going to switch. And if you do this, I was already going to do that. Like Patterson (laughs) getting extremely defensive because she's got this 17-year-old hacker Mm -hmm. with access to a computer that's behind the FBI firewall. So kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they basically overload his circuits, shut down all of his stuff, and then the wires start overloading, and they catch on fire. I know. Poor guy. (laughs) And then she reroutes the 911 call, so he's talking to her instead of a 911 operator, and she tells him, you need to leave the building, get away from the fire, we have a fire truck on the way. And instead of doing that, the guy pulls out a fire extinguisher, I need to save my servers! Like, honey, (sighs) 
Honey, no, I, I understand that it's your life's work. Right. But it's also your life. Yeah. He's, he wants Ooh. to go down with the ship. The captain wants to go down with the ship. He's trying to be a hero, and that's not working. So they mm-hmm. run in and drag him out. And with the servers destroyed by fire, the app no longer works. Mm-hmm. Yay. We're right. all done. Everything's good. Oh, it's only halfway through the episode. Yeah. Which, this is the point where I thought that it was going to turn out that Anna's been a double agent all along, or that she was working for someone, yeah. or that she played them. Like, I was expecting it more to focus around her. Yeah. But she in, was just a really lost little girl. She really was. I felt really yeah. bad for her. I know. Someone said they wanted to give her a hug, but I think they were talking about Jane. But I wanted to give them both a hug. They, everyone needs hugs. Yeah. Group hug. Let's, group, let's do Group that. hug, everyone. Reed might not be up for it, but you know what? Whatever. Right. He doesn't have to participate. And we saw David. We did. Our little warm bunny. We saw David. He still exists. He's super cute. He cleaned our apartment and rearranged everything. (laughs) Which would drive me insane. Yeah. Like, you want to do the dishes, that's okay. That's fine. Even though I will definitely rearrange the dishwasher when you're not there because I know how my dishwasher works and you don't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, hey, help yourself. Knock yourself out. (laughs) That's me. But, like, it's it's just a super cute interaction. Yeah. David still exists. He's still there. They're still dating, though she may not be super thrilled with him spending a day in her apartment and mm-hmm. touching her stuff. Right. Which I can understand, because mm-hmm. there may be classified stuff there. True. Yeah. But, yeah. So, poor Anna gets yeah. kidnapped yeah. by Russian arms dealers. Of or drug runners. Dr- uh, uh, yeah. Dr- uh, drug runners. I wrote drug runners. Yeah. Yep. Of course she does. Why wouldn't she? But her SOS is incredibly intelligent, and it's while Patterson is FaceTiming with David that this happens, Mm -hmm. that someone's trying to hack in using her login. So, of course, it comes up as unauthorized access on her computer. And Patterson recognizes it as a cry for help because it starts in Python and switches to Perl. Yeah. And she explains that, and everyone's looking at her like, what the heck is wrong with you? It's like, Mm -hmm. no, no, it's an inside joke. Point is, it's her. Mm -hmm. They trace it back to her. They turn on, well, her webcam is on. Yeah. I don't know how these guys didn't notice the little light that says the webcam is on. I think that'd be pretty basic, but okay. Yeah. Glad they overlooked that. Mm -hmm. And... Basically, she's been smart enough to send an SOS to the people who can help and have the webcam on so they can see, oh, this is a thing that's occurring. Mm -hmm. So they head back to her apartment. She's already gone. But the login name that she left was a vehicle identification number for the truck that the drug runners wanted her to track. And it turns out that it's a Homeland Security unmarked truck with an arsenal in the trailer uh-huh. because they were about to ship it overseas like yeah this this is good yeah. this is not good no in the wrong hands it's very very bad so the uh agents with the truck get killed unfortunately and hana watching it and just her freaking out like oh yeah we're so used to seeing agents and firefights who are used to this sort of violence to have a very very young witnesses reaction mm-hmm. it puts it in context for the audience like Oh, yeah, just because we see this happen a lot doesn't mean it's okay. Right. Poor Anna. She was scared to death because I think she was in way over her head. Yeah. This is, I love how they had to explain things to Jane. (laughs) Well, it's also explaining it to the audience. That's true. Like, a lot of the audience isn't going to understand that Python and Perl are different coding languages. And they're not going to understand, like, we do this, we have these separate servers. 
Like I get a little of it because tech support is my day job, but mm-hmm. I am def- I am nowhere near. Wait, so that let me level. let me ask you this: Do those things actually exist? The Perl and the Python? Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They're actual coding languages. Oh well, you learn something new every there's day. There's HTML. There's CSS. There's there's all sorts of stuff. Okay. But yeah. HTML is kind of your basic yeah, building that I've heard of code, and then okay, I've never heard of the other ones. But yeah, no, Python and Perl are different coding languages. A lot of what they've been talking about in the show actually does exist. Mm-hmm. And I was going to mention about the app. There was some uh, coverage in the news recently that there was an app tracking police vehicles uh, in a certain cities. I don't remember which city it was. And they were saying how it might have been L.A. I don't know here in L.A., but I, it was very dangerous and people were up in arms about it. So that is little... I can't say I'm surprised that people have figured out how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ripped right out of the headlines. <laughs> Which is weird, because this had to have been written forever ago. Right. Yeah, I wonder, how do they know this stuff is is coming down the pike? I feel like some of it is coincidence, and some of it is actually working with existing conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Other Like, you, you told me when we were talking about the virus episode that all of these outbreaks being the work of a single agent mm-hmm. was a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. that they were controlled and intentional. Yeah. So I would imagine that they just have someone who has their finger on the pulse of all these conspiracies and going, what about this one? What about this one? What about that one? How can we do this? Mm-hmm. And I also think that they have experts on the set as well. Oh, like, they have to have yeah, experts consultants. and consultants in the mm-hmm. writing room. There's, yeah. there's no way that's not the case. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So. Because you have a show that sounds smart or you have a show that is smart. Mm-hmm. And from what I can tell, this is a show that is, is smart. Right. Because if it just sounds smart and they're just making stuff up, mm-hmm. there will always be that person that goes, actually, this is my field of expertise. <laughs> and they are so far out in left field that they're in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. There's so, always one. <laughs> so I'm sure at this point you've put this much work into it. You've done this much intricacy with the tattoos and the puzzles and the whatnot. They've got to have experts on hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. I, I, because I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I actually interviewed, uh, some of the cast members at an event a few months ago. Yeah. And they were talking about how they had experts on the set and, uh, FBI consultants and things like that. But th- they were very, um, what's the word? Vague. As to well, they what, have yeah. To be. I mean, yeah, they didn't want to give anything away, of course, which I didn't ask because, you know, I didn't want to, you know, Please go there. give us all the spoilers. <laughs> I know, tell right? us tell what us, you tell us everything. But yeah, they mentioned that. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, so that, again, it's a show of the difference between one that sounds smart and one that is smart. Yeah, it makes a difference. And with as much research as we can do with Google at our fingertips so we can at least get the basics and say, do Python and Perl exist? Can you do this with code? Does, is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Even if you don't understand the intricacies or how to do it, you can at least say, bottom line, is this a thing? Yes or no. Yeah. And having it actually be a thing, like, oh, they're working with stuff that actually exists. Okay, let's roll with it. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah, smart show. Yeah. Well, what else did I write down? Russian drug runners. I have to say I love that they used a grenade to blow up the truck. Yeah. Just done. Yeah. We can't have it. Nobody can. Right. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as, the, as soon as the camera panned on him, I went, Russians. <laughs> well, and just when the one Large guy went Russian down hand. and a grenade rolled out of his hand, I'm sitting there going, oh, I hope the pin is not pulled on that one. Yeah. And it wasn't. We waited for the opportune moment. Right. To have the big kaboom. <laughs> so, yeah. And we end on quite a few character moments. We have the bit with the steganography. We have the bit with Zapata. And... Mm-hmm. 
We have Kurt's dad. Because the episode opens with Kurt evidently having slept at the office uh-huh. because he's too much of a butt to go back home, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. Seriously, bro? Seriously? Yeah. Come on. He's just because his dad was there. And, and his sister brings him a change of clothes and his toothbrush. Like, are you, you're acting like you're his- 10 and you want to go sleep in your tree house because you're angry <laughs> at your... Just stop. stop just it. stop. Right. You are an adult. He's having a tantrum. Act like it. Mm-hmm. So. And it ends with, you know, I don't want dad in the house. Well, that's okay. He's staying in a hotel. He's just up for treatments. And yeah, they can't cure his cancer. He is dying of it. We're just trying to slow it down. And episode ends with Kirk coming home and there's dad sitting at the table and mm-hmm. attempting to not throw an immediate snit fit. Yeah. And it turns out that sister had not told dad about Jane. Mm-hmm. So they sit down. It's her. It's totally her. We found her. Everything is good. And he starts crying. It's yeah. like, oh, I, I know. would like to hug Dad Weller. I feel so bad for I him. know Dad needs a hug, too. We just all need a hug, people. Let's just hug. Dude, Virtual hugs. Hug it out. Just, just <laughs> hug it out. Right. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to say I have an interesting theory about Dad. I don't know if it's a prediction, but it's just a theory that I have. No, I think that's predictions. Um, yeah. So let's swing into predictions in a minute. Okay. Uh, chat, if you have any last comments, I know we're on a little bit of a delay. So if you have any last things you want us to talk about, now is a good time to bring it up. And for now, I want to talk to you guys about iTunes. Because mm-hmm. we love you, and we adore you, and we would like to stay on the air. And the best way for us as an after show to stay on the air is for you guys to like on YouTube, comment on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, rate on iTunes, comment on iTunes, and basically say, yes, we like the show. Please keep doing the show. Because that's the best way to tell your producers that, yeah, you like the show. You want us to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be able to keep talking about it. Yeah. That is probably the most straightforward iTunes pitch I have ever done. <laughs> so, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, leave ratings, leave comments. And one of these days we'll have functional internet in here so I can pull up our reviews and read them because I know we have reviews. I know they exist. And we really super appreciate you guys who are reviewing and eventually, I'm going to read them on air and give you the appreciation you deserve. <laughs> so, uh, let's see what chat has to say. See if they um, have any last things to bring up. They are making a huge deal about him. Because the hashtag is not super happy Jessica right Jessica Iverson now, says they are making a huge deal about him for a man that's dying. Hmm. Good point. Well, that's but a- it's also, I feel like it's but emotional that- resolution or at least another emotional dimension for Weller. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Taylor being kidnapped was something that broke his life. Right. And so he's held a grudge against his dad for 20 years. He hasn't let go of, of her for 20 years. Like, with her potentially coming back into his life. Again, we have the doubt as to whether Jane is Taylor. Right. This is a lot of development for him. And this is something that he needs to move past, something he needs to work with. And part of it is working with his dad for giving his dying dad yeah that's tough because you know you as they say you can't choose your family you can't pick your family and you know i think weller had we've talked about this before he has clearly a lot of baggage behind this oh my god yes and he needs to he needs to settle it before dad goes he does you know or before it wrecks something in his job yes jane Mm -hmm. like 
they've constructed it very well without out and out saying he has issues. They're like, no, see how he's acting here. No, see how his colleagues are going. This Mm -hmm. is a little different. Are you okay? No, see how his sister's talking to him. They're getting, they're very, very good at show, not tell. Yeah. They're not going, he has issues. They're going, uh, look at all of this little character development around him and come to your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. But we can roll into predictions because you had a theory about Dadweller that you wanted to well, talk see, about. I was and saying- I would love to hear it. Well, oh, wait. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. It just makes me super happy. I know. I love it. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I always do great commentary in the car on the way home. <laughs> this yeah. is how I come up with stuff. And I always forget to come and bring it in here to you guys. My theory, it's not, I don't know if it's a prediction, but it could be. I think, I have actually two. I think that Taylor's mom is going to show up. That could really? be my prediction. I think she's going to pull something where she kind of shows up and, and, you know, briefly and gives her some message or something and poof, she's going to be gone. Are Taylor's parents still alive? Well, they said that the mom died and the dad wasn't around, but, you know, we don't really know. Again, that's just my theory. I could be right or wrong. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. My other theory about dad is that dad was somehow involved in the CIA. Really? That's an interesting... I know, right? I was like, wait a minute. That's just all too shady for me. That's just, again... I, but see, I'm in my own universe, so don't listen to anything like, I'm saying. Just, just my theory. I feel like that's something that would have come up. Not already, yet. Had we known, like, worked for the CIA or was, like, an informant or... Maybe not yet, because, you know, he does have a deathbed confession coming. <laughs> that's my other dark <laughs> but probably right. true you know laying all out the line and it uh, uh, you know <laughs> but we did have a comment from i think sarah is his sister's name mm-hmm. talking about what you think dad came off his shift kidnapped jane sold her on the black market and then came home in time to watch the six o'clock news which makes me think that he was a nine to five worker somewhere mm-hmm. and not necessarily government agent. I don't know. Could have been a cover. We'll see. Yeah. Could be anything. We yeah. just don't know. Um, I had something else, but I just lost it, but go ahead. <laughs> well, and we've got the trailer for next week for mm-hmm. one that we, we know that tree tattoo. We know that Groot is running around somewhere. Jessica Iverson. I think the dad is a biological father. That's the other thing I was going to say. Thank you, Jessica. I was going to say that. I think that dad might be Taylor's biological father. That's why she stayed at their house so so often. Somebody else on Twitter said that, too. I'm not sure who that was, but yeah, I was thinking that as well. But anyway. I'm not sure I buy that just because small town mentality, they really do. It takes a village to raise a child. Everyone knows everyone else. All that fun stuff. (laughs) It it might just be, we're friends, my kid's staying over at your house. Like, I did that a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, but see, I knew people that had parents staying down the street, and they were married to other people. So I actually knew something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Different experiences. Yes. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> but we got, we actually did get the uh, Saul, Saul Guerrero. There we go. Yeah. Because we had a moment of Patterson bringing up the file to Kurt saying mm-hmm. it's a tattoo on Jane's body. Mayfair doesn't want to talk about it. She's cutting me off at every turn. And that's weird. And it looks like he's still alive. We're finding him next episode, and we have to get him out of wherever he is alive. Yeah. For some reason, there is an overlay with a topographical map over one of Jane's tattoos, which looks really cool, not going to lie. And we'll just see what goes from there, because this could blow daylight wide open. Right. Which is a very, very early time to do that. 
Yeah, it's a little early in the season, but they can always, you know, stretch it out. And I like that Lou Diamond Phillips is that that's his yes. name. Isn't he's such a good actor? I like him. Well, although we do keep saying, boy, it's really early to reveal whether or not she's Taylor. Boy, it's really early to figure this out. I'm like, yeah. no, no, I get. I'm starting to get the feeling that this is one of those shows where it's like, here's a mystery. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to last forever? Turns out that we develop this pretty quickly, but. As a result of that mystery, here's three more. It's a mystery Hydra. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's a mystery under a mystery under a mystery. <laughs> so is it a mystery Hydra or a mystery Turducken? Oh, who knows? Probably a Turducken. <laughs> Probably. So many. Mis- it's a yeah. mystery wrapped in an enigma wrapped in. There, there's a phrase. I can't think of it right now. What is daylight? Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag what is daylight? Right. We all want to know, it. don't we? <laughs> I love it. Make that trend. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, no, that was my all of my stuff. It's my theories mm-hmm. and everything. Like I said, do great commentary in the car on the way home. <laughs> I'll bring some to you next week. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who's been in the live chat. We love you guys. You know we do. Thank you to everyone who leaves their comments and their theories in the hashtag. We do see them throughout the course of the week, and we really appreciate that. And, Stephanie, where can the people find you? I am at StephanieG3360 on Instagram and YouTube, and Stephanie Garrett 3360 on YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. And on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I am on so many shows here, you guys. I am on all of the shows. I'm on this. I'm on The Muppets. I'm on Arrow tomorrow. Uh, Star Wars Rebels also tomorrow. And guys, Ruby's coming back next week. Mm. Super excited for that. Yeah. And I'm on Homeland on Sundays. Yes. Well, I won't be there this Sunday, but the following Sunday I'll be there. Just Sundays in general. Sundays in Sunday, general. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Homeland. Check it out. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 